Slick drop, boot to the face, we won't fold. Quick to put a dude in this place, he out cold with a tombstone grab of the waist, get laid flat. Can't escape, nowhere to go, the cage match. It's on now, when I spot him, it's no problem. Everybody stone cold till they hit with the rock bottom. Sharpshooter, I won't miss him like Bret Hart. Like Al Snow, they gon' need him a head start. I just might catch a better body than Mickey James. Get acquainted with the name, we bringin' the pain. Like Kane in the ring, all I see is red. Paul Bearer, Undertaker, I can see the dead. John Cena putting hands in your face. Ted DiBiase got a million on the waist. B2TF, better stay in your place. Or get smacked down, play it safe. What you talking about? Welcome to Boot to the Face. Chris Rucker, EJ Reed here on Twitch.tv, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, where I'm sure they will talk about anything football-related. Trade deadline came and went in baseball. The USA Women's National Soccer Team shit the bed. Anything else happening in sports, EJ, you think they'd be talking about? Anything in sports? It's like right that come right before the storm with football, so not really, but the news has been outside the world of sports, people fighting on boats and whatnot. <laughs> my, my boy came in there with a chair like Stone Cold Steve Austin coming to help the rock years ago. That See, boy. There's the wrestling tie-ins. Yeah. He came through like the rock hitting Stone Cold. I mean, not Stone Cold, Mankind in the chair, <laughs> in the head with the chair. At a How about Buddy that swam off the boat and went over there to go get in the fight? And they thought we couldn't swim. I mean, I wouldn't swim over there. <laughs> but yeah, I love the commentary too. The commentary in the video was phenomenal. What is just what a time to be alive. You just fucking wake up and every day there's a fight on social media between a bunch of dumb fucking people. Yeah. It probably existed back in the day. It's just everybody has a little computer in their hand with a camera attached to it, so Definitely. Everything is posted nowadays. So EJ, we had a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. Did you uh did you watch all of it or were you did you just catch a couple? Because honestly, SummerSlam was really all I could take this weekend. I didn't I haven't even caught up on collision. Uh did watch SmackDown. I did watch uh Dynamite last week and Raw, but NXT and Collision couldn't get to it. I watched it all somehow. Mm. A lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. You better now. This is the first time where it was a conflict between Collision and WWE pay per view. Kind of wonder Ooh. how they did. I'm sorry, I made that way too strong. <laughs> it was old fashioned, and it's just all Maker's Mark. Sound like my kind of drink. Yeah, it's just a little too much Maker's Mark in it. Like I'm not trying to get drunk. I was just trying to sip on something. I'm trying not to. You know, just trying to relax, but not trying to get drunk. You know what I mean? So I figured I'll just, I'll just make me a little old-fashioned. Got some cherries in the bottom, some chocolate bitters. My little glass that says, uh, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. <laughs> hey, show y'all. If you on it slow enough, you'll you get a little buzz and not get drunk. Yeah, like but. just chug it, of course you're going to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, but I got one of these fucking ice cubes in there that, uh, <laughs> that ain't going to melt and water it down. So it's going to be nothing. It's going to stay all whiskey. Hey, just sit back and enjoy. Yeah. So did you have a good weekend? <laughs> Excuse me. 
Yeah, man. I'm trying to think. Do I do anything interesting besides wrestling? Nope, just wrestling. <laughs> A lot of fucking wrestling. Well, fuck it. Let's let's jump into it. Let's uh, let's start talking about the thing we've put on the back burner for weeks now, and the thing that also fucking wrestling shows are putting on the back burner, and that's the women's wrestling division. And you know, I won't even say everywhere. We'll just say the top two uh, companies: AEW and WWE. As far as women's wrestling, EJ, how do you think they're treating the women right now? I don't know. Because, you know, how elated everybody was coming out of WrestleMania. You had Rhea Ripley is the, I guess it was the SmackDown Women's Champion at the time. And then you had uh, Bianca retaining, you know, spirits were high. And then kind of slowly as the year progressed, you kind of see them take a backseat to, I guess, the male storylines. But kind of not Rhea because she's with the Judgment Day, but her championship hasn't been in the forefront. So it's kind of slowly, you know, uh, took a step back in the past couple of months. And I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, Rhea's only got one more title defense than Roman. Really? As far as I know, she defended it against, well, maybe two. She defended against Natty twice, didn't she? And then one against Zelina. And Roman's only defended it against Jay and... We don't really count house shows. So, as far as TV matches, she's only defended her title three times. And I feel like she's a secondary character with that title. I feel like Asuka was overlooked um, the entirety of her title reign. Like, ever since she won it, it was more about Bianca and Charlotte. And we'll get into that match later or what happened with that. But when you have SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer they say the second or third biggest wwe pay-per-view of the year depending on who you ask you don't have one of your women's champions on it you don't have your biggest star in the women's division who's supposed to wrestle a hall of famer but you got like uh a battle royal on there you got ronda and Shayna doing a fake real mma fight which is terrible, by the way. I, if they would have put on a Kid Rock concert, I'd have turned the fucking TV off. And that's just WWE. AEW's not doing any better. Now, is the timing for my little rant right here bad when the women just main evented their 200th episode? Kinda, but not really. Because when you think about it, they basically sacrificed the women's championship just to have something happen on the 200th episode. The tag titles ain't going to change hands because we got shit planned for All In. The trios titles ain't going to change hands because we like the House of Black. The world title damn sure ain't going to change hands. And then the uh, TNT title, that ain't going to change hands. So we need a title to change hands. What do we do? Oh, we'll just throw Tony Storm out there, have her lose to Sheeta, who's been on TV twice in the past like four months. But we'll, we'll put him in the main event so people don't realize... You know, we're really kind of fucking them over. And then next week, we'll put them back on at 923 Eastern like we do every week where everybody, like, takes a break from watching the show. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of a reaction to that sign that was in the crowd the week before last. Tony didn't want to look bad, so let's put them on the main event. But I'm not mad at it. I guess if that what it takes to jumpstart, you know, their women's division getting more heated, then so be it, I guess. One, it, it's his fault that that sign even got on TV. 
and that it stayed as long as it did. And if it ain't his fault, whoever's fault it was should be fired. Seriously. How can you zoom in on a sign critiquing our product and a problem that we know we have? And not only do you just zoom in on it, you just leave it there. After, let's call it, a really shitty match between Britt Baker and Ty. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, maybe the cameraman wasn't a wrestling fan and he didn't know what he was shooting. That has nothing to do with the producer, though. The producer's the one that says, go to this camera. Stay there. No, get that shit off the TV. Like if the... When you're watching a football game and somebody goes streaking across the field, somebody tells them, shoot the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, nobody... It was a calculated move. Like, the person that did it tried to play stupid. I didn't know I was shooting, but they wanted to put a spotlight on women's wrestling. This is a stretch, but, yeah, whoever did that probably needs to get fired. Immediately. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> that was stupid. Um, and on top of that, I feel like AEW's women's division is could be so much stronger than it is, right? And... It's like the same retreads, like Britt Baker and everybody else. Even though she hasn't been a champion in a long time, we have to spotlight Britt Baker. Then you got the Outcasts, who I, I kind of enjoy them. Tony Storm just won that title two months ago, EJ. Two yeah. months, and now she's losing it already. And you talk about uh, somebody's finishing move not being protected. Everybody named Mama kicks out of the Storm Zero. This girl got sprayed in the face with spray paint and then got a pile driver and she kicked out and then won the match. I thought the match was pretty good. I'm not saying the match was bad. I'm saying Tony Storm's finisher is not protected. Didn't like a month ago, uh, it was Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker versus Tony Storm and one of the outcasts. They like sprayed Britt Baker in the face. They hit her in the head with a belt and then Tony Storm hit her finish on her. She kicked out, and then Hayter got hurt, and then Britt Baker still won the match by herself. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. But going back to her not being protected, it's 2023. Nobody's finishing moves protected unless you're Kenny yeah. Omega, Baron uh, Corbin. The RKO's protected. Is it though? That's a serious question. I don't know because I don't really pay attention to it. The F5 was protected until Brock only started wrestling, like, big-time matches. A lot of people don't kick out of Cody Rhodes' finishing move. A lot of people don't kick out of Seth Stomp. A lot of people don't kick out of, uh, like you said, Omega's one-winged angel. The FTR move, not many people kick out of that. Like, people's finishers are protected, and I feel like Tony's is not. I feel like they, all right, now hit your finish, and we're going to get her to kick out. Like, almost every match. Am I embellishing a little? Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe Tony Storm. I don't know what the book it, long-term booking is. You know, Hater had the belt. Maybe Tony knew she wasn't going to get a long run. She was just transitioning since that injury happened to Jamie. Okay, but, and then here's my issue. If she wasn't going to get a long run, and you knew she was going to lose the title on the 200th episode, you couldn't build Sheeta up? She literally came back last week and wins the title this week. Now hold up now. I feel like she's been back for a while. Has she been on Dynamite? 
that. I don't know. Maybe on Rampage and Collision. I feel like she's been back for a, a little minute now, and they've been kind of slowly building her up. But you're right. I don't think it's been in the forefront of Dynamite every week. But she's been back for a while now. I feel like if we got to sit here and think about it, they haven't built her up. Has she, has I mean, she beat anybody? Didn't she beat Taya, maybe? I don't know. And what, really, wrestling on. Where's my fucking uh, top ten ranking list? They just fucking quietly just turn that shit off. They they quit doing it as soon as uh, they did the trios titles. They For some reason, they took away the rankings. I don't know why. But they don't even keep up with it anymore. Because they're like, man, we don't keep track of this. So might as well let it quietly go away. But, yeah, I feel like AEW and WWE both kind of have issues with their women's division, but two different issues. Mm. Because WWE, their top woman, she's in the forefront of the company. It's just not in title situations, which is a weird you know, scenario. And for some reason, AEW it has the injury bug. I think that's played a factor in, you know, why they can't, you know, put their uh, right foot in front of the left foot because injuries always, you know, hamper their vision down once they finally get some momentum going. WWE's issues that they have is just, they have a couple injuries also, but I feel like, I feel like it's back to the same old Divas era shit where if we're running long, cut the women. You know, like when the women got cut off WrestleMania on Total Divas. Now, I think they did that just for effect on the show, but it clearly is happening. They can say all they want that Trish and Becky wasn't supposed to happen at SummerSlam. But ain't no way you're going to tell me that you turn Trish Stratus on Becky Lynch for the culmination of this feud to happen on Monday Night Raw. Two weeks after SummerSlam. There ain't no fucking way they can tell me that. Yeah, it seems like. You had a battle royal that didn't have any implications in it. Why didn't you have a pre-show match with the battle royal and then fit Becky and uh, Trish in the main card? That didn't make sense to me. Because they have the storylines in place. It just, they can't execute how they're laying these out because I guess you sacrificed it for Ronda's presumable uh, last match. But we don't know what's going on with that. For a weird MMA match at that, and then you sacrifice the other storylines you kind of had cooking because I feel like Trish and Becky were one of the more compelling storylines you have, and you put it on a Raw for some reason, and you've been building this up since WrestleMania. So I don't get it. It's it's head scratching, man. Mm. Um, let's fast forward to uh, injuries. You talked about injuries in the AEW Women's Division. I'm gonna read you a list of injuries in the WWE right now. A lot of these names we probably don't know, but currently injured in WWE, Amari Miller, Ariana Grace, R-Truth, Robert Roode, Nikita Lyons, Wendy Cho, Bray Wyatt, Shane McMahon, Braun Strowman, Sol Ruka, Dakota Kai, Elton Prince, Bailey, Liv Morgan, Sonya Deville, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's hurt. He was just on TV last night. I know he's got that big ass fucking knot on his elbow. Randy Orton, Big E, Kevin Owens, and the big one that came down past 12 hours Roman Reigns we don't know what his injury is and rumors are that he won't miss any scheduled dates yet 
They're saying he got hurt early on in that match, but he finished it. Um, that's a lot of fucking injuries, EJ. Yeah, I was talking about AEW's women's division being little, but you just read a long list for WWE. Now, is that Roman injury confirmed? Because I think I saw on Twitter that uh, Dave Meltzer reported it. We know how reliable he is as a source. Uh, I don't subscribe to Fightful, but I take whatever SRS says is like usually good intel. And he's the one that report, reported that there was a Roman injury. He doesn't know how serious from the last I checked, but he did report that Roman was injured. Yeah, man. Sometimes the injury bug strikes and can't do anything about it, which is unfortunate. But uh, Sonya, you said, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they finally got those tag team belts on a tag team that's actually trying to be built up as a tag team with the Karens. And, and the injury bug strikes again. Tore ACL belts, too. Oof, yeah, that, so that's probably like a year. I feel like those belts are cursed. Maybe you just need to retire them, man. And you got the uh, tag team champions, undisputed tag team champions, are both on here. I know Sami Zayn. He didn't wrestle last night, right? I didn't see the end of Raw. He got taken out backstage, right? I want to say so. Yeah, I think the last time he wrestled was maybe against Dom. Maybe was that last week or the week before last? So. I can't remember, but I did see a picture of him laying down on the ground, and his elbow looked like he had a golf ball at the end of it. Yeah, that did look weird. Um, and then KO's injured, so like. Chances are they're going to have to strip them of the titles. And is this a perfect chance to fucking put the SmackDown titles back on SmackDown and the Raw titles back on Raw? I mean, now that you have that world championship, I guess why not? You know, I like the titles being unified, but since you went on and opened that can of worms, creating a new belt, might as well just throw the SmackDown belts on SmackDown and then the Raw on Raw. Or do something like you did with the the women's and because then they used to have like a the SmackDown belts be like the world championship and then the other one the WWE like in the early 2000s. Yeah, it was WWE title was on SmackDown usually and the world title was on Raw. Um, every now and then it was switched during the draft, but yeah, they definitely kept that. yeah. And then the Divas Championship and the Women's Championship was on one and the other. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't mind having tag titles, a world title, and a women's title on each show, and then a secondary title also. And technically, the, the women's tag team titles, I think you're right, man. Just fucking do away with them, because honestly, just make a women's U.S. and a women's intercontinental title. Yeah, I don't know if you need all of that. Why not? Zelina Vega's never going to be the world champion. She could be an intercontinental champion. I don't because I don't really like that AEW has that TBS belt. I wish they would have tag team belts instead. Well, these tag team belts in WWE suck. Like, they have no traction whatsoever. They've been around for four years now. The only time they were really important is when Bayley and Sasha had it during the pandemic. I like when uh, Sasha and Naomi had it. Before they walked out, that wasn't bad. But Damn. yeah, that was probably the the most major it's been when, because then Bailey have the women's title along with the. Tag she was SmackDown champion, and for a while Sasha had won the Raw title also from Oscar. 
Yeah, so yeah, you're right. That's probably when it's been propped up the best when those two were in it. But like I said, I, injuries, man. I feel like I said I like Sonya and uh, Chelsea having it, but you know that's how the cookie crumbles. As far as the men's tag titles, we got uh, the Street Profits come out last week in suits, and I don't know what WWE thought was gonna happen. If they're supposed to be heels, but they got they got to pop. <laughs> and then Lashley walks out, and the crowd starts chanting his name. So they got something, whether they wanted it or not, with the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. And then last night on Monday Night Raw, the New Day come back. Mm. Didn't expect that to happen. I was surprised when the New Day came out. I don't even know where they were at. Was E injured or something? Not E. Kofi's been hurt. Xavier. Kofi's been hurt for a while. He's been hurt for like Kofi's six months. Yeah, and then they just took Woods off TV. Yeah, they got him on opposite shows, so I guess probably no plans in the immediate future for Bobby's crew to clash with the New Day. I thought New Day was SmackDown. Maybe they switched on this past draft. No, they switched to Raw. They switched to Raw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, a breath of fresh air in the division. Like you said, fans wanted to cheer him as soon as they came out. Bobby probably got the biggest pop of the night. One I'm curious to see if they're going to reboot it as the Hurt Business or they're going to have a new twist on it and call it something else and, you know, you could always bring MVP in. Have, have nah. You know, I'm done with that. Just what? start something new. I'm done with the Hurt Business stuff. No, I was saying you could bring MVP back with Shelton and Cedric and have them beef against Bobby's new crew. They They... Define Shelton and Cedric down so bad. Like, Shelton's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Like, in the mid to late, in the mid 2000s, I wanted Shelton Benjamin to win the world title so fucking bad. Like, every money, every money in the bank match that he was in, he didn't win. Like, almost ruined my WrestleMania. That's how bad I wanted Shelton to win. And now I'm just like, he can stay on main event. Because they're not going to do anything with him, they're not going to push him. I get what you're saying, but you know they could easily heat them back up if they wanted to. They're not gonna though. That's my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Looking far into the future, I mean, we don't know if they're gonna continue doing the the War Games match at Survivor Series, but I'm curious to see what they do with that. They need some clicks to be in that. So who knows? Oh, they got a big thing planned for Survivor Series. I'm guessing. We'll talk about later. Ooh, kind of a tease. Yeah. Um, so if you had to predict right now, what do you think are going to happen with the women's tag titles and the, the men's tag titles? Man. I don't want to be lazy and say a tournament for both of them. So maybe they do tag team turmoil for the, the men's tag team match. And maybe they just... Do it like a one-off match with the women's tag team match because you just did a turn. Didn't you just do a tournament not too long ago with the women's tag team belts? Yeah. I want to say it was when who? So many times somebody dropped it. Oh, it was when uh Liv and Naomi Sonya. And, Liv and yeah. Sonya dropped it. No, it was when uh, Sasha and Naomi walked out did a tournament for it. No, uh, Liv and Sonya beat Becky and. Trish, when Lita was the champ, and then one of them got hurt, I thought. Is that not what happened? 
Did they Chelsea did. Green and Sonya Deville just beat them fair and square? I thought they won like a tournament. I think they did like a a, lip, a tag team Olympic. They, they did like maybe two different number one contenders matches, and then the winner of that, which is basically the same concept as a tournament. Yeah, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they definitely did a tournament when Naomi and Sasha walked out last summer. Hmm. See, there's so many. <laughs> Times they gotta put it on a new person without a title change. You can't even keep up with it, man. That's what I'm saying. Just do away with the women's tag titles. Put a secondary belt on each show, and let's fucking let's just go. I don't know. If, I get. It. I don't know if the women's divisions are deep enough for two secondary belts. That's like I said. They got they got plenty of women that aren't doing anything. The the issue is would WWE make time for? Them? I don't you think know, so. you just had a fucking four-hour show, and there was two women's matches on the show. That stuff. But what do you think they should do with the vacant titles? If they are going to be vacant with the men's, we don't even know what they're going to do with that yet. I think they should retire the women's titles. I mean, I'm just, I'm saying that jokingly, but honestly, if they did it, I wouldn't be mad at it. Like it's, it's. I feel like the women don't even want the fucking belts. Like, I feel like Chelsea Green was the only one that actually wanted to be tag team champion. But the men's titles, split them up, have, uh, honestly, just fucking pick two teams. Say, hey, whoever wins this match, two out of three falls. You're the tag team champions. New Day versus New Day and Alpha Academy on Raw and fucking... Street Profits and shit, you can't do the Usos. I don't even know what tag teams are on SmackDown. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, the Street Profits and fucking uh, the the club. Uh, uh, the Good Brothers. Yeah. I guess that's why I like them unified because it, both shows aren't that deep with tag team. But jo- I get why you have. What? Go ahead. He's going to say Joey Stillman in the chat brings up a good point. He says they just brought up women's tag teams. They've developed in the NXT. Where are they at? They literally brought up the NXT women's tag team champions. Unified those titles. And then they haven't been on TV since. Isla Dawn and uh, what's my girl's name? Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. And then you got Caden. Caden's wrestling one-on-one matches on main event, I saw. So Katana's not even with her right now. I don't know if she's hurt or not. Yeah. I mean, they had good intentions when they brought those tag teams up. But I don't know. Maybe, like you said, Katana is injured. I don't know what's going on with Alba and Isla Dawn. Lee would be and, dope to fucking run through a women's mid-card and win, like, the women's intercontinental title. What happened to Zylee? So main event. Losing. Pissed me off she didn't wrestle in Atlanta. Oh, she did? Nope. I mean... You got all these women kind of sitting on the sideline or a main event. I don't get why you can't get creative and incorporate them on like mid card feuds on the main card. I don't get why you can't do that. It doesn't take long. Instead of trying to fucking force Cameron Grimes on TV, nobody gives a fuck about him. He can go back to NXT, go to the moon. Not to call him out, but I'm just saying, like, there's so many acts that nobody cares about that are male acts that they could put women in there. And if you don't care about the men, then why not get more women on TV and give them some reps? 
Yeah, I know SmackDown only has two hours, but you def you got a three hour show, so you definitely have time on Raw. And a lot of times, it's retreads of what they're doing on Raw. We, we see like variations of the same people wrestling. I feel like yeah, like we got a we got a action not action Bronson <laughs> Bronson Reed versus Nakamura. I feel like we've seen that match before. Or you got Champa versus Bronson, and then they just do like a merry-go-round with rotating those people fighting every week. So, yeah, why not use more women that aren't being utilized right now in those positions on the route when you got a three-hour show? I don't get it, man. Yeah. So that's that's the injury bug, the injury update, and tag title update. Now let's move into my favorite segment, EJ, the power rankings. All right, we're hitting it early. Let's get it. Don't have a power rankings list as usual. I, I say this every week. Uh, I'm going to go off the top of my head. Right now, I'm thinking. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I got five. You got five? I got five. So, I got at number five, the new. WWE Women's Champion, Eel Sky, cashing in the money in the bank at SummerSlam. And, you know, I guess we'll probably talk about this a little later, but, you know, it kind of did it in a unique way that I didn't expect. But I got her at number five. My number five is also Eel Sky. Uh, she would be higher if she didn't cash it in, but. The crowd loves her. I'm excited as hell to see her put on some really good matches. Like, she's more of a person that talks with her wrestling as opposed to tying you into the story. But she's really good with facial expressions and shit like that. So, uh, the cash in was fun. Like you said, it was kind of a surprise. I kind of figured it out though once. Uh, we'll talk about it later. But if you notice, when Bianca pinned Oscar, Charlotte still had the figure four on her. And Bianca's like yelling at the referee, like, get this bitch off me. The match is over. <laughs> but Charlotte couldn't see. She's fucking blinded by the. Like, they tied that in really well. Like, they did a bunch of little shit in that little, like, 15, 20 second uh, sequence right there that, that was really well done. Um, my number four, your world heavyweight champion. I didn't think he would do it. I thought Finn Balor was going to take the title. And I was very, very disappointed when he won. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. I think I predicted that. Well, I know I predicted that, too, that Finn was going to win. And it didn't happen. So, obviously, they got more stories in the work with uh, Judgment Day and the World Championship. I guess doesn't play a centerpiece to their dissension. So, we got to see how that plays out. I'm not mad at it, though. I got a question. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the world title? I hear a lot of podcasts, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of radio shows saying that the world title isn't a real world title. It's a secondary title. It's a consolation prize, blah, blah, blah. And before you answer that, I want to ask you this. Does Mark Henry count as a world champion? Yeah. Does Christian? Yeah. All those like title reigns that Triple H has, like they have world titles in there. And John Cena, like, do those not count? 
Yeah, if you go back and look at the record books, if you re- world title ring. If you remember, Eric Bischoff literally just brought that title out and handed it to Triple H. It wasn't even a fucking tournament. He just said, here, you're the world champion. And that was one of his title reigns. Now, why is it now that they make a title when Roman's exclusively on SmackDown? This title isn't really a world title. It's a consolation prize. And he even had a tournament for it. You know, I mean, when Triple H had it, it was because Brock went over to SmackDown permanently. Then that what happened with Roman? No, because he's been going back and forth. But and I guess they feel like they created it just because no. nobody could beat him. When they drafted this time, they said if Roman gets drafted, whatever brand he gets drafted to, he's exclusive to that brand now. No more going back and forth. That's why they created the title. Oh, well, man, people just want to complain. I didn't know they put that caveat on there because I know he's bouncing back and forth at one time. I mean, I've never been a fan of two world titles because I feel like it makes it feel more major when you have one champion. But now that they have it, I mean, I'm used to it now. I still recognize it as a world championship. I mean, technically, besides LA Knight last night, they have stuck to the draft. Like, there was one time AJ Styles was on there, but he asked permission, and he was granted permission to wrestle after the world title tournament. Since the draft, they've technically stuck to it. So if you got a world champion over here that can't go to this show, you have to have a title for this roster. I don't know, and the title's growing on me. I feel like... and. The majority of the people are like, Cody can't win that title. He's got to win the big one. Well, guess what? Cody ain't on fucking SmackDown. You want to make that world title big? Have Cody win it. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, you, that was your number four with Seth? Yep. My number four is your favorite wrestler and still the real world champion. Get the fuck out of here. CM Punk. Big win over Ricky Starks. I don't think you got to see it. You said you didn't see Collision, but it was a good match, man. I saw Ricky Starks beating the shit out of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> yeah, and I like that little twist they put on it. They had him as the special guest referee. Ricky Starks was putting the beats on that, man. Yeah, because he cheated. I didn't watch the match, but there's no way CM Punk can beat Ricky Starks. Steamboat had to cheat. What do you mean cheated? CM Punk can't beat Ricky Starks, so obviously... The referee that he selected cheated. Just because he's the real world champion, he gets to fucking pick who the referee is. I don't know what Ricky uh, Steamboat did to Ricky Starks, but he put the beats on that, man. Also, you just sat here and told me you don't like having two world champions. Let you okay with this motherfucker just pulling the title out and calling himself the real world champion. I said I don't like it, but I got used to it. So So you okay okay with Punk just having a title and them actually letting him defend a title just because he lost it to injury and he's saying he didn't lose it. Hey, you're, you're okay with that. Man never lost a title, man. So if Ricky Starks would have won the title this this past Saturday, would that be his first world title reign? Would yeah. he be the flat first like quote unquote black world champion in the AEW? Yeah. <laughs> hey man. Let's just see how this all plays out. We all know how it's going to play out, but I'm playing along with them. So CM Punk's number four. 
that's not close to my number three pick. My number three pick was your number four pick. I got the world heavyweight champion, Seth freaking Rollins. Got the big win on SummerSlam over Finn Balor. And then spun back around on Monday and got a win in that six-man tag. So I got Finn Balor. Not Finn Balor. Seth Rollins is my number three pick. My number three? Here, I got sound effects to go with this one. Hold on. I should have been ready, but I wasn't. You ready? Number three. The people can hear it. My number three, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Beat Brock Lesnar, got a handshake from Brock Lesnar. Hit that man three times. Good match, too. Good psychology. Um, Even Brock was like, just stay down, dude. Like, you really going to make me keep fucking you up? And obviously, like, I love that they played on uh, Cody pulling the turnbuckle pad off. And unless I'm crazy, like, I don't think that that actually came into play. It didn't. Yeah, it was something that they made you think was going to happen, and they and they didn't even fucking use it. I, I think I said in the chat, I think I was like, uh-oh, Brock Lesnar's about to get open the hard way, or right. vice versa. But it didn't happen. Like you said, they just teased it, so hats off to them. I will say this, man. Cody's got to quit doing that fucking backward springboard stuff. You don't like the disaster kick or the disaster? The disaster kick is fine, but the Cody cutter, like, I don't know. I feel like it's so much, like, it... The risk isn't worth the reward. Because the one time he goes up and tries to jump backwards and falls off that fucking rope. <laughs> it's going to be off, I'm a laugh. Yeah, yeah. he motherfucker going to be a meme now. He ain't even going to be cool no more. Kids show yeah, up to school. <laughs> show, up, show up to school with a Cody Rose shirt on the next day. Motherfucker's going to laugh you out the building. Yeah. And, you know, most important of all, he could probably get hurt if something like that happened. Nah, not Cody. He's indestructible. Okay, say that even though he had a torn pack that kept him out for like six months. That Cody documentary is good, by the way. If y'all haven't, watched I'm gonna go. It. I'm gonna watch it probably this weekend. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, my number two, your, I can't even, current your your challenger, your current champion, and your former champion, all in the span of about three minutes, Bianca Belair. She okay. worked her ass off that. I thought she was hurt for real. Um, And that 450 splash she hit when she came back in to break up Charlotte's figure four, that shit was perfect. Speaking of people who need to stop doing stuff, Charlotte needs to quit doing that fucking moonsault. Um, Man. Why does I she cringe to, every time she does it. And I feel like she has to force it in every match. Like, all right, y'all, go, go stand outside now. I'm going to do my moonsault real fast. Yeah, ah, yeah. And she's older too now. She can roll her ankle easily doing that to the outside like that every time. So, yeah, I say retire, like you said. The crazy thing is people don't even catch her. Like, she lands on her feet. That shit, that seems dangerous as fuck to me. Off the top rope, you do a backflip and you land on your feet. You think the producers would step in and be like, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, I, I think, especially when people aren't catching you. Which is to me is like weird. Like, 
you're supposed to catch her. It's a moonsault. Like, or does she? Maybe she thinks like it's safer if I just land on my feet. Y'all just act like I hit you. I love that Oscar got out of the way, and as soon as Charlotte landed, she kicked her in the face. <laughs> but back to Bianca. Uh, just honestly, probably the third best match I've seen her wrestle behind the match with Sasha and her at Mania, and the match at Mania with her and Becky. This is probably her best performance. I mean, she she killed it. Um, I feel like the crowd was dead through this match. And then when Bianca turned it on, the crowd got turned up. But Bianca's my number uh, two. My number two is the new AEW Women's Champion, Sheeta. Mm. We already touched on it earlier. You know, it was probably a reaction for them in the main event because that signed the week before. But... They took advantage of the spot they were given, and I enjoyed the hell out of this match, man. And uh, I know you maybe not a fan of the decision to take the belt off of Tony, but you know, no, nope. nobody that ever beats Tony Storm will make my power rankings ever that week. <laughs> ever. Fair enough, but she made my power rankings, and I know people talk about Drew not getting his shine because he was the champion during the pandemic, but the same goes for Sheeta. So you know, it's still a good thing to see her get to do it in front of crowds so Man. that's my number two pick i mean i'm not with the whole they got a raw deal thing but she got a raw fucking deal like the first time the crowd was back at a pay-per-view she loses the title and i was there i oh, was yeah. there for that in jacksonville um yeah that's that does suck well yeah well we'll see what she does with this title reign i'm curious to see what they do with her and all in which we may get to a little bit later in the show. But my number one pick, I think was your number three or four pick, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Big win over Brock Lesnar. Won the rubber match. Did it decisively, too. It wasn't by a stupid roll-up. He hit three, uh, what do you call it, his uh, finishing moves. The road, uh, what's his way? Rhodes, Rhodes to the top. What's the name of the finishing move? <laughs> that was a fucking TV Crossroads. show. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Crossroads. <laughs> That was something like that. He had three crossroads on the guy and beat him decisively. He got the handshake afterwards. So I guess they're saying that Brock Lesnar is going to be a babyface movie from now on. I, I saw something on Twitter said, we never found out why Brock Lesnar turned on Cody Rhodes. It turns out he just wanted to be his friend and didn't know how to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a Brock Lesnar thing to do. Uh, my number one, uh, we're going to, We've never done this before. Unprecedented here on Boots of the Face Power Rankings. My number one didn't even win the biggest match that he had this weekend. Jay Uso. Beat the shit out of Solo on Friday night. Honestly, the last like 10 minutes of that match, he whooped Roman's ass. Like, he whooped and Solo's ass. And if it wasn't for that no good Marty fucking Uso, Marty Jannetty Uso, Ugh, I, I'm just annoyed by that. Jay Uso's number one. Um, hey, let's take so the tribal chief, your nah. undisputed nah, universal heavyweight champion, nope. wasn't on either of our lists. So we'll probably get into that a little bit later. Then. For the first time on boot to the fuck Roman Reigns, <laughs> I've been a proponent and a fan of this motherfucker since people were hating on him when he was wearing that goddamn vest. But as of right now, fuck Roman Reigns. 
Fuck him. Yeah, you said it. I'll say it I'll never speak that. I'll never speak badly to tribal chief, but. Acknowledge these nuts. (laughs) Let's take a break, EJ. When we come back, we will get into the all-in card, and then we'll talk about uh, SummerSlam. Talk about what what happened and what we what we enjoyed and what we didn't enjoy about it. Stay tuned. Boot to the face. Welcome back. Boot to the face. Chris Rucker, EJ Reed here on Twitch.tv, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Again, go there for all your sporting wants and needs. EJ, we were hoping, well, at least I was hoping last week, that All In would be a surprise show and we wouldn't know who was wrestling who. But the card is filling up pretty quick. Um, you want to give us an update on what it's looking like? I looked on Wikipedia, and they only got one match announced, but we know the main event is Adam Cole versus MJF, as expected. And But FTR and uh, the Young Bucks, they're looking like they're going to clash there. And I'm not sure if any other matches were announced, but they're finally starting to trickle in some. Did you see... Anything about any other matches announced? I thought there was a third match announced, but I guess I guess not. Um, again, I didn't pay much attention to AEW over the weekend. Uh, oh, Samoa Joe called out Punk. Mm. On Collision. I actually did watch that. I was trying to watch Collision as I was eating uh, breakfast on Sunday morning. And I saw that, and then I kind of got annoyed with Collision and turned it off but yeah Samoa Joe called out Punk he said there's no way our rivalry needs to end with a roll up two old guys so we know three matches are probably going to happen how do you feel like the rollout for this is like you said you wish they would have went into the blind but now that they're starting to announce matches you feel like these three matches are worthy enough to headline a big stadium like Wembley I don't know what matches you could. I don't know what people will want though. You know, like. I know. Punk and Omega. <laughs> Who really wants that though? I don't give a fuck about that match. I w- I would. All because of some shit that happened backstage. Like people in Wembley don't give a fuck about that. Uh, um, I, I heard AEW is like the number one. Like TV, as far as England goes, because they're on the main station there, and WWE's like on their secondary station. But this wasn't on TV. So, but people on the internet, they know what's going down with that. I think us, like hardcore fans, overestimate like shit like this. Like people on social media that watch wrestling are only like a percentage of the actual wrestling fans that pay money to go places. I don't know. I think that, you know, that would definitely pop some buys if you put that on there. But, I mean, Punkin' Samoa Joe, it'll be cool, but does that get your engines running as far as must-see matches? No. They're old now. We just saw that match. And we just saw it. Yeah. We just saw Adam Cole versus MJF also. Like, that's that's my issue. Like, I don't want to see matches that I just saw on Dynamite. I'm not I'm not mad at the Adam Cole and MJF because they've been telling the story with that, so you know they're gonna put on a banger once they get in the ring and maybe we'll get some more uh, storyline progression during or after the match. So I'm not mad at that one. 
Uh, FTR Bucks. You know, I'm not the biggest Buck fan. It's going to be a banger match, but, you know, where's the heat behind it? They've been separated for a while now, so. It's backstage, EJ. Everybody knows about everything backstage. I guess that is the little tie-in because they're a Team Punk and another one, a Team Elite. Supposedly, they don't like each other. True. But if you had the pen in your hand, what match would you put on there to just, you know, get the casual interested into it? I mean, if you were going to do what you're talking about, though, Punk and Omega and the Elite, just make it the Elite versus FTR Punk or CMFTR, whatever the fuck it's called. Just make it, make it a fucking six man. Have Punk come out and say, y'all jumped me in my dressing room. Now my boys are here. What's happening? They could even do a little video of fucking... They could do a reenactment of Punk getting jumped on the pier and FTR jumping in the water to swim over and help him. <laughs> have somebody with a chair in their hand. Yeah. They could just or just yeah. play the video and like have CM Punk, like somebody right on there. This is CM Punk getting his ass kicked. And then these are the young bucks in Omega. And then like Dax is swimming across and fucking Cash has the chair. We'll continue this at all in. <laughs> I would say that they could save that for all out the next week, but I haven't read any dirt sheets. This is just what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to do the winner of MJF Adam Cole versus Punk as a unification at all out. And like I said, I haven't read anything. This is just what I'm predicting. So. Yeah, uh, as far as like a casual match, you got to have Sting on there. I feel like Sting's your biggest attraction star that's there. Um, I don't think it'll be his retirement match just because I think they would have leaned into it if it was. I also know like as a Sting fan, Sting's one of those guys that like kind of like Stone Cold did years ago against The Rock. His retirement match ain't going to be some fucking swan song. Like, he'll wrestle the match, the match will be over, and then you'll find out that was his last match. They if, said he still got, I think, another year in him. So no, I think, he said this was his last year. Oh, I thought, like, he, 2024. He said that at the beginning of this year, this was his last year, and we're moving right through it. And, I mean, the guy's almost 70, you know? I was sitting there thinking they're not really having him wrestle a lot for his last year. But he's almost 70. <laughs> he's probably fucking still recovering from the last time he jumped off a goddamn stage or something. I mean, he's adding more years to him. He's like 63. I get what you're saying. I mean, in wrestling years, it is like 70, though. You know, I found... Years, it's like 100. Listen, check this out. This is how old Sting is. You know Sting was born the same year as Michael P.S. Hayes? That's crazy. It seems like Michael B. Hayes has been behind the scenes since the 90s. Well, he has been behind the scenes since the 90s. It seems like he's been old as fuck since the 90s. That's crazy. Now, I didn't fact I didn't fact check that stat, but I heard it from a very reliable source that gave a fun fact that Sting and Michael P.S. Hayes are the same age. I mean, Sting is the same age as my dad. Your dad so, jump <laughs> off a ladder from inside the ring and through a table? Yeah, I'm not saying my dad surely ain't 
doing strenuous activities like Sting is doing, jumping off balconies. Uh, what about Sting versus uh, your boy Double J, <laughs> Wembley? Nobody wants to see that shit. 1999 WCW throwback. That's what I'm saying, though. But why would you give Wembley that when you're not going to be over there any other time? This is supposed to be like a big show. It's got to be big. And, I, you know, I hear Goldberg might be there. Ugh. You can't have Sting in the ring with Goldberg. Goldberg oh fucking kills Sting. Really? Is that's the rumblings you've been hearing? Mm-hmm. Leave Goldberg and whatever gym he's pumping <laughs> iron at, man. Maybe they'll bring Ryback in and be like, we got Goldberg at home. They'll <laughs> <laughs> exactly. bring in Ryback. Both of them are dangerous in the ring. So have them face each other. Battle well, of who could break each other's necks the fastest. If Goldberg does come, have him fight fucking Wardlow. Yeah, what happened to Wardlow? Now you said something. Classic AEW booking, dog. Push him to the top, take him off TV. When he comes you back, he loses. Now. Take him off TV. Push him to the top, take him off TV. How about Goldberg and Miro? Yeah. Goldberg versus Powerhouse. Ooh. Now I'm intrigued. Powerhouse, powerhouse house powerhouse beast destroy of, him. Yeah, beast the fuck out of Goldberg. Miro versus Wardlow. That'd be a good one. Cause if is you said Wardlow's on collision? Yeah, he's been on collision, yeah. Okay, so Miro's been running through people on collision. Fucking when AEW comes to Atlanta, they're recording collision after they record Dynamite. Have Miro run through some fucking local jobber, talk some shit about who am I gonna fight at all in. And have Wardlow come out. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. The way it's been trending, I think it's going to be uh, Daniel, not Danielson, uh, Moxley versus uh, Cassidy. International title, fitting to be uh, defended in England. And this is probably where Cassidy's luck probably finally runs out. Nah, he's going to beat John Moxley. You think so? You didn't. You probably didn't see Rampage, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they always like sneak in a good matchup, like every now and then. And if you got time, go back and look at that parking lot brawl between Best Friends and BCC. Did my boy get dropped off by his mom in the minivan? He did indeed. Nice. That's that's worth watching. I'll go back now. No, it was bloody too. Of course, you. So as soon as Moxley steps in any arena, he starts bleeding. <laughs> the bell rings, and all of a sudden, like a gas just opens up on his forehead and starts trickling down. Like, we ain't even done introductions yet, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, but I'm with you. You got to have Sting on there. But, like, I'm trying to think, like, what, like, attraction matchup that you could have. You don't have Danielson there, so you can't put him on there. Will you do Omega versus uh, Will Ospreay again? Um, what's a, he's already fought Cody. You think mm. of, I was thinking of, uh, I said Cody. I don't know why I said Cody. He's already fought, uh, Omega's already fought Jericho. Punk is really the only logical choice for Omega to fight. They have to give these people something that they haven't seen before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to see a match that we haven't seen before. 
You giving all you giving these people all retread stuff. Shit we've seen in the past month. Well, I guess that will happen when you have a pay per view one week and then another one next week. Maybe yeah. they gotta pace themselves. That was that just wasn't smart. I don't know. And uh Yeah, like also you got the House of Black, I'm guessing they're gonna defend those trio belts on there. Like who do you put them against? Yeah, you you got a lot of things that you need to a lot of loose ends you got to tie up before you put this year on. I wouldn't mind House of Black versus the BCC. Ooh, now you're talking. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that if that matchup between Cassidy and Moxley doesn't happen. I wouldn't be mad at that. I'd rather have BCC and House of Black than Moxley and Cassidy. But then who you put Cassidy against, you can't have your you know, second most prestigious title not be defended on the card. Put him against Miro. Let Miro fucking destroy him. Yeah, I don't know what they've been doing with Miro. You got this show, and he's basically doing backstage vignettes. He's been wrestling. He comes out almost every week and kills somebody. True, yeah. They've been putting him in squashes, so, you know. I, maybe I like what being... they did a couple of weeks ago when they had that guy jump him from behind. And it was like, damn, is, he about to, is this dude about to beat Miro and, like, upset him? And then Miro put the kibosh on that shit. Also, what happened with your girl, Thunder Rosa? She's like one of the faces on the collision commercials and intro. She's still not cleared to wrestle. And why T's are coming back? I don't get that. Because they want people to get mad at her still. They like picking on Thunder Rosa for whatever reason. Hey, say what you want, but if she came back, that would definitely boost up the women's division some. If she came back, she needs to be like, if Punk can carry around a fucking world title, I can carry around one too. I wouldn't be mad at that. The real woman's title. You know what? You know what really popped me though. If uh, Mercedes Monet came back a little early from her injury, I mean, was how long has it been? It's been like six weeks or so, hasn't it? It's been long, much longer than that. She got hurt like three months ago. Have her against the Cheetah. That's the thing. If they were gonna bring her back, then she could have wrestled Tony Storm. It would have been so much. Nothing against Sheeta. I like Sheeta, but Tony Storm's way better than she is. I think Tony Storm versus Hater would have been a banger in Wembley. Yeah. Isn't Soraya from over there? Fucking Tony Storm yeah. versus her. Do they even love her like that? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen her over there. <laughs> like what, Draymond, Draymond, and uh, Draymond Green. He's talking to Paul Pierce. They don't love you like that. You yeah. thought you were Kobe? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Right now, I'm underwhelmed on how they're rolling this out. Like you said, it probably would have been better if they just would have went in there blind. But, I mean, what we got three weeks left. So, I'm always a wait and see type of person. Well, speaking of wait and see, let's get into the SummerSlam card. Um, we don't have to dive into every match, but first match was Ricoch- Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul gets the win after brass knuckles. Uh, anything stand out to you in this match besides Samantha Irvin? <laughs> you saw the uh, reaction where she had to announce Logan Paul is the winner. Yeah. Classic. Uh, it was a fine match, you know. They did their spots. 
How about Logan Paul hopping on a jet, popping a couple hours later? That's some gangster shit right there. Motherfucker <laughs> wrestles at SummerSlam. <laughs> and then just gets up and gets on the jet and goes and sees his brother beat the fuck out of Nate Diaz. Hey. Paul Brothers were undefeated that night. But it was a fine match. What do you think about the match? I think this uh this old fashioned is getting a lot better as I get down to the bottom of it. <laughs> well, I put too many cherries in there. So I did uh cherries, EJ, with chocolate yeah. bitters. So it's like a chocolate cherry old fashioned with maker's mark. I might need to try that. It's pretty decent. I thought the match was good. Logan Paul's really good. I know people don't like him, but Everybody says Bad Bunny's the best. I think Logan Paul's the best. Bad Bunny's more of a... You know how I say Roman Reigns is the best total professional wrestler? Like, he's got everything in one package. Bad Bunny's the better total professional wrestler. But just a straight-up wrestling match? There ain't no celebrity out there that can fuck with Logan Paul. Hold up now. I'm going to fight back with you on that one. What do you mean Bad Bunny's the better total wrestler though? Just the entertainment value, the like facial expressions. Like he I feel like he gets it, but he's just not as big and not as like athletic as Logan Paul. But he's got like the theme music. He's got the crowd interact. And it it wasn't just in Puerto Rico. Like Bad Bunny was killing them when we went to fucking Royal Rumble. Like the guy just he just has the little neck for knowing like little shit to do. Selling all that kind of stuff. Logan Paul can't do all that the way Bad Bunny can. Okay, I mean, I could agree with that. Like more so the intangibles, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bad Bunny doesn't really cut promos, and Logan Paul could get in there and talk some. So that's what I was. I mean, they're of more so. I don't think his promos are that good though. I think he's just he's allowed to say shit that regular wrestlers can't say, so it's kind of unfair. Like he told Ricochet, like you're in the middle of your promo, and people were chanting my name. They were chanting, you suck, though. Like, another wrestler couldn't tell that to Ricochet. You know what I mean? Like, he can say shit that other people can't. And he does it all the time. He cuts people off when they're talking. Like, he doesn't play by the rules of pro wrestling. You know, that's kind of playing into his bratty Gen Z, you know, generation. I'm not mad at it. But, yeah, it was an okay match. You know, it had their spots. Cody and Brock loved it. <laughs> That's all I can say I, about it. A cue to Dwayne Wade fucking gift. Love it. I want to say that was maybe I match it at night. Maybe that, or I guess a match that you might mention the IC match, but it was nah, a damn good match. Told the story. You know, I like how they played on Cody. Uh, about to get counted out a couple times and just willing his way back into the ring. So, hats off to them for, you know, putting on the compelling summer series between these two and topping it off at SummerSlam. I got a, a question. I saw this on Twitter. Yep. Cody hit Brock with the steps. How come he didn't get disqualified? I mean, they do a lot of stuff that they don't get disqualified for. Yeah, so this was my thing. Uh, this was all over Twitter and then I was listening to Busted Open they were talking about it too they're like he should have got disqualified why is it I can throw you into the steps but I can't throw the steps into you doesn't make a lick of sense 
Yeah, because every damn near every every night you see somebody like throw somebody into the steps and they don't get disqualified, or like Brock put Cody through the table. But That's if Brock, say but if Brock would have pulled a table from under the ring, put it in the ring, and put Cody through that, he would have got disqualified. But he put him through the announce table, so it's fine. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I was gonna say, how come nobody gets disqualified for putting people through the announce table, and it happens like almost every week, right? Now, if you're going to say, well, the announce table's part of the fucking, it's part of the ring and the area out there. Okay, well, then how come I can't fucking pick up the ring bell and knock a motherfucker in the head with it? Like, that's part of the, <laughs> that's that's part of the ring area. And I may be wrong, but how come people don't get disqualified when they pull a ref out of the ring? I mean, it happened with the Uso match, but that was no disqualification. But I feel like they don't get disqualified when they... Pull the ref out of the ring either. I may be wrong. Yeah, they should. Touching the referee, like, you're right. It's just another ref that runs down to the ring and counts it. Like, why don't they disqualify? When that ref wakes up, he should be like, how the fuck am I on the floor? (laughs) Last thing I remember, I was trying to count to three. I wake up and fucking Charles Robinson's referee in the game now. Yeah. But that's wrestling for you. Cody gets the win. What are they going to do with him now? They didn't really, you know, do a segue this past Monday. They did one for Seth, but not for Cody. But what do you go with Cody now? I mean, honestly, I thought he was going to go for the world title. Like, there ain't there ain't much further up you can go than Brock Lesnar. So, unless he says, unless Cody shows up on Friday and says, L.A. Knight was on TV Monday, so I figured I'd fucking come out here on Friday and talk to the Tribal Chief about getting the fucking rematch. We'll We'll get into that later. But I guess we got to keep watching. What's the next pay per view? Fast Lane or Payback? Payback. Payback. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's gonna be a throwaway pay per view. Yeah, it'd be Jimmy I, versus Jay probably. This is gonna be the test to see how hot these like B level pay per view are because they had the kind of the cheat code with the other ones because all the other ones have been international. I want to say this is the first one stateside since WrestleMania. So where's it gonna be? I think it's like Indianapolis. Maybe that's fast lane. I don't even know, but I, I want to say it's in the states though. I can look it up real quick. Yeah, so I'm sure it's gonna be you know some carryover. We we'll probably see some multi-man matches in it as well. You know, maybe they'll start propping up some of these people they've been bringing back, like New Day and the the Hurt Business. Well, not Hurt Business, whatever Lassie wants to call his new faction. Next three pay-per-views, Saturday, September 2nd, WWE Payback in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, October 7th, WWE Fastlane in Indianapolis, and Survivor Series in Chicago, November 25th. Damn. Chicago will be hot, but... I kind of want to go to that. Uh, Unfortunately, I'll be home for Thanksgiving, so don't miss that. Yeah, I can't do that either because I'll be in, uh, I'll be in Vegas the week after. My buddy's fortieth birthday. That'd be a hell of a card to go to though. Yeah. Especially if they keep the war games going. Uh I feel like they're gonna do what I think they're gonna do, which we'll get into later. Um What was the next match? Was the next match the Battle Royal? Yeah. LA Knight won it. Or yeah, we don't we don't really have to get into this. I mean it didn't mean, I guess he won a free ticket to Monday Night Raw. So the Miz could fucking put his ass in a blender. I thought Miz killed him. 
I don't think so. I thought Miz said to him exactly what I've been saying about the Miz on this show. Miz is the fucking guy, man. He Miz really did is. kill it. I don't know if he put him in a the blender. They went toe for toe. I wouldn't say that. LA Knight looked nervous. It was fine. Um, I would have liked him to lose the battle royal just so they could tease him, you know, being put under by backstage management, but they caved in and let him win it, so whatever. It's fine, I guess. We can move on. You've been wanting this <laughs> motherfucker to win the whole time, and now he wins. You're like, they fucking caved in. <laughs> I mean, they've been making him lose everything. They've been making him lose everything. Might as well keep playing off of it. Like, what is him winning I mean, a meaningless battle royal do for him? Yeah, he's getting more and more popular the more he loses. Yeah, so keep it going as mm. long as you can. But, like I said, it was fine. We can move on. <laughs> um, What was the next match? Wasn't it Gunther? Oh, the ring. No, 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 no. That terrible match, Ronda Rousey. Oh. And eh, fuck it. We don't have to talk about that. I want to talk about that one. No, no, because I don't understand. Like, we already talked about this earlier. They kicked off Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus, two of your most recognizable women ever in history of your mm -hmm. company, and put mm -hmm. this on. I mean, and technically, Ronda Rousey's a pretty big deal in the company, too. She was one third of that first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. That was weeks ago, in the words of. Rick James. <laughs> I got a question. I heard this being talked about. They said without Ronda Rousey, Charlotte and Becky couldn't have main evented WrestleMania. And I'm, I'm going to ask a couple questions. So Becky won the Royal Rumble that year. If it was Charlotte versus Ronda that year, do you think that was enough to be the main event of WrestleMania over Kofi Mania? Charlotte versus Ronda? Yeah. Without Becky in the match. I don't think so. Becky comes out after she wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Ronda. This is what really happened. And the crowd's fucking losing their shit for it. Ronda and Becky got a beef going on. Do you think Becky and Ronda one-on-one -on -one could have been the main event without Charlotte? Yes. Okay. That's that's how I feel, too. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking for other opinions because obviously I'm partial to Becky. But I feel like... When Becky came out and challenged Ronda Rousey, like, that moment was a fucking moment. And then they forced Charlotte into it for whatever reason. When you look at that match, that match is really fucking good, the triple threat. But I think Ronda and Becky could have put on a good match without Charlotte. I don't think Charlotte was, like, carrying them. And I won't, I'll say that if it was just Becky versus Ronda, it probably would have made it feel even more big time. But that's them trying to force Charlotte on us. But what I also say is that I don't know if it would, just Becky and Charlotte could have done, done it at the time because at that time, Ronda was still pretty big in the mainstream. And as bad as it might sound, I don't think Vince would have even given the opportunity without Ronda in it. Well, there was no story with Becky and Charlotte, though. Like, it was a story. Like, Becky had just become the man, and Ronda was like a badass. Like, it was a perfect fucking storm, right? And for whatever reason, they forced Charlotte into it. But if you go back to that time, man, Becky was over like crazy. And then she wins the Royal Rumble. Ronda gets the title. Becky comes out the very next night. Like, I don't know if you remember anything about it, but get on Peacock and go watch Ronda beat Bailey on Monday Night Raw. And then Becky comes out and watch that interaction. That was main event shit right there. Yeah. 
like I said, I think just having Becky versus Ronda would have made it even more major. It would have kind of been almost equivalent, even though Ronda's a bigger name, I think, in mainstream than Shawn Michaels was, but it almost been like a Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold, and you know how hot Stone Cold's at the time on his way to rising into the mainstream level. Yeah. I think it would have been equivalent to that, but Becky, had, I mean, Charlotte had to put her nose in the business where it didn't need to be, even might have been her fault it might have not been her politics. I don't think it was I think they just fucking they bend over backwards trying to make her the like they for whatever reason they have a hard on wanting her to be the whatever of the women's division the fucking standard bear and they throw other people to the side for it um it is what it is Ronda versus Shayna sucked I did like (laughs) Becky was like damn Shayna you look rough last night on Raw I was wanting Shayna to be like you should see the other guy (laughs) Because that's the classic joke, right? But she was like, oh, yeah, go look for Ronda Rousey, see what she looks like. I don't know. I figured if she just would have said, you should see the other guy, it would have been a lot funnier. I don't know, man. History shows that shoot fights do not work in wrestling. I don't know why they keep trying to go back to this well. Like, and everybody knows I'm a big MMA fan, but... I think you got a mix. podcast about it, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. Go figure. I even got a podcast, with it, but I did not like this because when you watch a real MMA, there are times where it might be a boring fight. It's kind of hard to translate that at like in the wrestling setting. So I didn't like it, and look, they tried to do this with Brawl for All, and you know that went over like a fart in church. I don't know. They were actually it. fighting though. This was fake. This was. Like, this is predetermined. Brawl for All was like, whoever gets knocked out gets knocked out. But I don't know. Like, the fight pick, I feel like the fight pick is a perfect way to kind of try to implement that shoot fighting. Why didn't they just do the fight pick? Those matches were pretty good. Honestly, you know what they should have did if they were creative? They should have had, if, if Ronda's leaving, they should have had two storylines for Shayna Baszler. They should have had one if she loses and one if she wins. And then they should have sent them out there and said, y'all fight. If you're going to do an MMA fight, let them fight for real. Get a fucking MMA referee in there and let them fight for real. Bring a fucking cage in. It ain't an octagon, but bring a steel cage in. Take the ropes down. It don't take long to take the fucking ropes off. Take the ropes off. Put a cage around the ring. Let them fight for real. And whatever the result is, Shayna goes that way with the storyline. I like your idea. They could have had, back in the day, they did the lines then in like the top of the arena and the side. They could have did that. But when you have two friends really fighting, it would have just been like a sparring match. They wouldn't have fought for real, even though it was a shoot fight. Because that's happened before in real life where two friends had to fight each other in matches and they basically treated it as a sparring match. They don't really go for it. But I like your, I like where you're thinking with that, though. I mean, they're competitive. Give him, put some money on the line too. Tell Ronda fucking we'll give you a million dollars if you knock her ass out. Tell Shayna you get a fucking title run if you knock her out. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been creative, but this match wasn't it. So. We spent too much time on this shit. Let's get to the ring <laughs> general. Gunther. You know what I like about his matches the most? What's that? The end of them. Too many times 
we see wrestlers. It's the end of the match. They're trying to win. They get on the top rope and they pose, do a little dance, point to the crowd, hype the crowd up. Gunther don't do none of that shit. He hit that splash on Drew McIntyre. He said, oh, I think I might have him. As he was getting up, he picked Drew McIntyre up. Bam! Lariat. Took his fucking head off. Before Drew could even get up again, he picked him up and powerbombed his ass and stacked him up. Urgency to win the match makes it realistic. If that was anybody, name anybody in wrestling right now. If that was Kenny Omega or fucking The Miz or somebody, they would have hit the splash. Then they'd have got up and tried to act like they were hurt. Like, oh, shit. Okay, let me get over here. Then they would have clotheslined him. And then they'd have pointed to the crowd like, I'm about to powerbomb him. You want me to powerbomb him? I'm about to powerbomb him. (laughs) Yeah, they did all that shit. And then he would have countered it. Gunther don't do that shit. Gunther said, I got your ass on the ropes. I'm going to knock your fucking head off this clothesline. And then when I pick you up, I'm powerbombing you. I can do all that posing and shit when I'm winning. I love it. Like, no, no flips, just fists. That's FTR's mantra. That should be Gunther's mantra. He just goes out there and beats ass. And this is the outcome that should have happened. Some some people were chirping for that Drew should finally get his moment, but no. F all that, man. The right guy won. And this is the guy who's going to be the world champion in 2024. I'm booking it. Mm. Gunther. World champion or universal champion? World champion. I mean, the title may change a couple times after Seth drops it, but I don't know if Gunther's going to be the guy to beat him because they got this money in the bank looming over everybody, but Gunther's definitely going to probably get that belt next year. Yeah. That's my early prediction of next year. Gunther's going to be your world heavyweight champion. Women's championship match. Asuka defends against Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. Um, I like I said it earlier. I felt like the crowd was dead during this match, but I felt like the last like five to six minutes it really picked up. Once Bianca got hurt, the match really picked up, and the crowd got into it. Excuse me. Bianca gets hooked in the figure eight. Oscar sprays the mist in Charlotte's face. We all saw it, and then gets rolled up. I thought this was so creative, and I thought it was a great way to get Bianca quote unquote injured win the title, and then be ripe for the picking for the cash-in. Also, shout-out to Bailey for just hitting Charlotte in the head with the fucking briefcase for no reason. <laughs> like Charlotte had nothing to do with that. And she was just like, give me the briefcase. Let me knock this bitch out. As she should have. Shout-out to Bailey. Uh, I'm I'm so happy EO won and has the title. I'm excited to see uh, the strife with damage control because you know Bailey wants the title like mm-hmm. she helped her but you know that's going to come up uh, and I think it's going to make Eo a big time baby face but I'm almost What's that? go ahead I'm almost like sad for Asuka that all her title runs she's the secondary character but if you look at Asuka's resume man like multiple time world champion NXT champion she was undefeated for like three years Money in the Bank winner. She won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Like, you feel sorry for Asuka because she always gets put on the back burner? 
but she's like not really on the back burner. Like she's got, she's got a better like on paper. She's got a better career than Becky Lynch. Got a better career Man. than Sasha Banks. Got a better career than Bailey. Man, but I feel like every time she's a champion, for some reason, they don't put her on the forefront. Cause then uh, Becky, when she got pregnant and they gave her the belt, I feel like. That wasn't a significant title run. I can't even remember who she dropped it to. She was and fight. She was feuding with Sasha. Her and Kyrie uh, were the Kabuki Warriors at the time. They ended up getting the tag titles from Sasha, and I want to think that's how it happened. I could be wrong, um, but she was the Raw champion, and her and Sasha were beefing over the Raw title, and they traded it back and forth. I don't know who she ended up losing it to for good. Because I know she got it back from Sasha. And then Sasha ended up getting the SmackDown title from Bayley. So I don't know who she ended up losing it to. It's probably Charlotte. Or eh, it might have been Rhea. Rhea probably beat it for her at WrestleMania, I think. I don't think Rhea won yeah. it at WrestleMania, did she? Rhea won it from her at WrestleMania. Rhea won the Royal Rumble and then took the belt from Asuka at WrestleMania. Mm. Last, year's, last year's WrestleMania, right? No, not in Texas. This was Tampa. Oh, the first Tampa. Yeah, 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 yep. right. The second Tampa, my bad. Yeah. Not the pandemic Tampa. Yeah, she took the title from Oscar at Tampa. That's true. But, man, like I said, I said this back when Marty was on the show. I just don't like how they present Oscar. I don't like the goofy... Like, even when they she came back in the Royal Rumble as the murder clown, I'm like, all right, we're set to go. But she still, like, kind of fell back into the kind of goofiness. She's a killer. Just have her go there, no smiles. Just have her beat people's asses. I don't like the goofiness and the weird promo she cuts. Just have her be a silent killer. I don't know, man. Yeah, I agree. Again, like, it's hard to feel bad for when... She's got the resume I just read off to you, though. Like, And she's got a lot of money in the bank. So, yeah, when she's the champion, she's not the focal point, but she's a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah, she was a Hall of Famer. But I just wish they would just put her in the forefront and, you know, make her feel a little bit more major than she has been. Because Rhea has been at the forefront, and she hasn't even been defending her title, which is weird so. who do you think uh is the first challenger for eo sky bianca who's got the bigger beef bianca or oscar probably oscar we got to see them go one-on-one because i mean the way the pay-per-view how the match ended bianca's hurt isn't she she hurt her knee so can't run that immediately i feel like bianca's got the bigger beef though she fucking hurt herself she won the triple threat and now somebody cashes in on her. So the last two times she's lost the title, a motherfucker cheated against her, blew mist in her face. And then this time somebody cashed in on her. I feel like if anybody's got a beef, it's Bianca. Maybe this is a... a, a maybe they're going to put Bianca with the Street Profits and Lashley. And she's going to get a little edge to her. Hey, I'm all for it. Like excellence, baby. Let's see it. But, also, um, uh... Go ahead. Bianca was I know she had like blonde hair and I don't know if her makeup was different, but like she just looked amazing during SummerSlam. Not that she doesn't always, but like she really looked great at SummerSlam. I gotta go back and 
see her uh, outfit and her presentation for, you know, research purposes. I feel like when women, like, change their hair color, it's like a whole other woman. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) That's a good way to switch it up. Yeah, you feel like you're cheating, you know? Baby, throw this wig on. (laughs) Turn around. Let me get it from the back. (laughs) Wow. Well, boot to the ace. (laughs) (laughs) Main event time. Tribal combat, which apparently doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Roman Reigns defeats Jay Uso with the help of Solo and Jimmy Uso. Now, EJ, I was led to believe that family members could not get involved in this match. And the last 15 minutes was literally family members getting involved in the match. Who told you family members couldn't get involved in the match? WWE did. When they say that? They broke it down, and it was on their website and everything. Like, the rules of tribal combat is no family members can get involved in the match until a winner has been officially declared. Those are their words, word for word. Oh, well, I didn't read that, so they're stupid for posting that. They're just messing with the fans at this point. Honestly, I thought when uh when Paul Heyman was describing what tribal combat was, he said that. From what I was to understand, no family members get involved. Why would Jay Uso agree to a no DQ match when he knows Solo's gonna cheat for him for Roman? Yeah. So what was the, the point? Rules- I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but what was the point of Solo about to hit Jay Uso uh, when they decided they were gonna do tribal combat and Roman stopped him? That right there was another way of telling me like family members can't get involved in it. I mean. They insinuated it, but I didn't know they had it in print, but you said on the website it said that, so I guess they're saying that fans are stupid. <laughs> we don't have to go by what we print on the actual website on the actual website. But isn't aren't the rules kinda contradicting themselves if you said it was no DQ but then family members can't get involved? If it's no DQ then what's gonna stop it, a family member from getting it's involved? It's no DQ for the people involved in the fight. Like Jay Uso said, if I want to hit you with a chair, I can. If I want to put you through a table, I can. Like, and all that shit he did. I'm just... Well, were, were, there, were there any consequences for family members getting involved? They didn't lay that out. Well, I guess we'll find out on Friday. Yeah. 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 They didn't think about how they laid that out. Because like you said, if no family members were supposed to get involved, then nobody listened. So maybe they have some, you know... The, the family higher ups come in and you know reprimand somebody I'm gonna say this last week we were on this show and I said no matter what happens in this match I'm gonna trust creative because they haven't missed with the bloodline yet so saying all that I wanna say this fuck that I'm pissed off that was bullshit and I'm not trusting them they've lost all fucking equity with me with one match why would you have Jimmy Uso Help Roman Reigns win. When Roman Reigns is the one to put him in the hospital. This dude's been tormenting your family for three years. And you turn on your brother because he got a world title shot and you didn't? Rucker? I told you we could go rewind the tape. I said, where's Jimmy Uso? You said, this man's in the hospital. I asked you the week after that, where's Jimmy Uso? (laughs) This man is in the hospital. That's what he said. I said, this nigga really ain't in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's going to pop up somewhere. And lo and behold, pops up at SummerSlam. 
I mean, I've been watching wrestling. You've been watching wrestling longer than me, but I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid too. And I kind of saw it coming. And I told you when they made this match, I said Jay Uso is not winning. He's not winning. I mean, I knew Jay wasn't gonna win, but I was hopeful. I was trying to like convince everybody else that he was gonna win. So when he did win, I'd be like, "Told y'all Jay was the guy." I, in the back of my mind, I didn't think he was gonna win either. But during that match, I did think he was gonna win. I thought they really gonna fucking do this shit. Yeah. But it's yeah. just it, it makes no storyline sense. Like this was the back in the day, there was a TV show called Happy Days. EJ, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the show. It was with Henry Winkler. He was the Fonz. He was the coolest guy in the world, right? And Happy Days was phenomenal. It was on TV for a long time. Happy Days started out in black and white, and when it ended, it was in color. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I thought it started in the 70s. I thought they had color. No, Happy Days started out in black and white. And when it was over with, you could tell that Fonzie's jacket was brown and he had blue jeans on, right? Little Richie Cunningham. I I think I know where you're going with this one. We're going to the infamous part of Happy Days. Yeah, there was was one point where Fonzie gets on a motorcycle and jumps over a big-ass shark. And that is known as jumping the shark in the TV world. And I could be being hyperbolic right now. I could be being dramatic because I didn't like what happened. I could be being your typical wrestling fan, being prisoner of the moment, and in two weeks they'll have me hooked right back in. But I feel like the bloodline jumped the shark on Saturday. No, pump the brakes. No, fuck that. I'm not pumping the brakes. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm tired of this motherfucker winning and people always cheating for him. And I have been a proponent. I have been team tribal chief. Every time Chris White Sox gets his ass on Facebook talking bad about the tribal chief. Maybe it ain't Chris White Sox. Maybe it's uh, Chris Hardy. Every time Chris Hardy's like, can he ever win one-on-one? I'm like, well, he beat Daniel Bryan one-on-one. He beat Cesaro. That was fucking two years ago. This motherfucker ain't won a fair one-on-one match in two years. And you telling me he's a goat? Get the fuck out of here! Even Ric Flair won every now and then without cheating. Did he though? Yeah. Didn't happen a lot. Even Randy Orton, when he was the fucking legend killer, won without cheating every now and then. Even Triple H won without cheating. This motherfucker cheats every match. I don't know why people want to point to this to being a moment where they jumped the shark because. It was awful. There's been lows in this story that have been worse than what's happening now. No, this is awful. This was a moment. This was it. This is where you could have made some shit happen. At the very least, do not have Jimmy turn on Jay. Why are we breaking up the Usos? Hey. I I haven't looked at any dirt sheets or anything, but I heard an interview with uh, Jay. Maybe it was uh, last year. He said he would love to have a match at WrestleMania with his brother. This is where seeds probably get planted. I would love for Hillary Duff to leave her husband and come fucking be with me. That don't mean I get to have what I want. We got a money making, we got a money printing machine with the bloodline. But you want to wrestle your fucking brother. So what? Go in the backyard. Man, they've probably done that as well. But... Tell me you wouldn't get hype once it comes around, uh, Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. I refuse to get hype. In pro under, I'm, I watch that match under protest like they do in baseball. <laughs> um, 
I didn't have a problem with how the match ended just because I like to be right and this is trending towards what you said shouldn't happen but I think it's happening it's slowly moving the storyline along for Roman and Cody Rhodes Wrestlemania 40 what the fuck does Cody have to do with this you, you keep saying that but <laughs> it's trending towards that way also if all these motherfuckers don't like Roman Reigns why they just sit in the back watching all these people cheat for him and nobody came and helped Jay they're scared they're what was Sami Zayn at he the one that was cheerleading for fucking for Jay to turn on Roman you know you know what to do where was KO at okay, I saw KO in the pre-show where was Booker T Booker T have to do with this? I don't fucking know, but he should have helped. (laughs) (laughs) Booker T was on the pre-show fucking saying uh, he was on the pre-show saying Jay was going to win. I mean, they got to do that. They can't just all pick who they think uh, who's going to really win. Booker T should have came and helped them just just because Booker T was a former tag team champion with his brother that turned into a world champion. He should have came out and said, nah, fuck this. This ain't right. Y'all got to give my boy a fair chance. Where was Alpha and Sika's ass at? And Rikishi? (laughs) And The Rock? The whole goddamn family. Yokozuna rolling over his grave watching this shit. They know not to put... uh their nose and grown people's business. There's consequences if you get involved with the tribal chief's match. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Ain't no consequences for Solo. No consequences for Jimmy. Got the nerve to have oh, cornrows. Oh, it's okay when they help Roman out. But if anybody goes against them, that's where the consequences come into play. Man, this really this struck a nerve with you. So I hate it. Jimmy... So if Jay didn't win, not having Jimmy involved, what other outcome would you want to see if Jay was going to lose? Nah, I don't want to see Jay lose. Jay should have won. That's, I don't know what to say, man. That's not, that's not, that's not what's supposed to happen. <laughs> Jay should have won. There is no what other outcome would I have enjoyed. He, he should have won. Man, I thought you was about to come with some elaborate... No, I I ain't thought about that shit at all. I haven't thought any kind of way for him to lose. I've only thought about him winning. I didn't... I love Jay, man. I just couldn't see him beating him for some reason. I don't know why. Could you imagine how hyped that crowd would have been if he's up on the fucking rope? Down since day one-ish. With the title, doing a little fucking thing he started doing on Friday with everybody. That shit would have been hype. Instead, motherfuckers, niggas was leaving SummerSlam mad as a motherfucker. Yeah, and then I guess then the way you wanted to see it play out is him be the tribal chief and Roman bowing down. I don't even care about the tribal chief. I'm over it. The tribal chief don't mean shit because the tribal rules didn't mean shit. That shit is all fake. It's all fugazi. That shit don't mean anything. I don't want to be in any fucking tribe. That's a, I just I mean you could have did a short title reign with Jay, but. And winning in the belt, I don't see where you go after that in the middle of the year. I mean, nobody saw where to go when fucking Randy Orton won the belt or or Jinder Mahal or The Miz or fucking Kofi or all these other people that won the belt that didn't start out as like main event people. 
This guy has I been just, the integral part of the best storyline in there, one of the best storylines in the history of professional wrestling, and the storyline's been all wrapped around him, what he's going to do, how he's going to react to stuff, how he's going to help Roman, how Roman's going to help him, how they play off of each other. And then you get to a moment at SummerSlam where you can make this motherfucker. You can make him, EJ. You got another superstar on your hands now. Now you got Roman. Now you got Cody. Now you got Brock. Now you got Jay. I mean, you make a compelling argument, but even with it being on SummerSlam, though, SummerSlam is the second biggest show of the year, but when's the last time they've done a big world title switch at SummerSlam? Uh, Seth over Brock? Well, first off, uh, I don't remember the last time they did, but, like, who cares? Okay, then how do you make some? How do you get SummerSlam to be a big pay-per-view? You start letting big shit happen at SummerSlam again. Yeah, but people get stuck in their ways for some reason. I don't know. They don't like title chains at SummerSlam, but that's the perfect place to do it since it is the second biggest event of the year. Exactly. I don't know why they don't pull the trigger. Um, um, going back to the Roman match. come back at twenty SummerSlam twenty twenty, but he didn't. He didn't win the yeah. title to the next month. He right? came back and then he won the title at Payback. Yeah. Um, I mean, Roman took the title at Payback. That ain't SummerSlam. That's true, but look who had it. Bray Wyatt. Payback so. ain't even a real fucking pay-per-view. They, kept, they keep trying to make it a thing for some reason. Got one next month. Uh, let's look into the future, EJ. If you look at this uh, title match, you saw shit go down between Roman and Solo. You obviously saw shit go down between Jay and Jimmy. Jimmy's still probably not with Roman, although they're saying he's going to acknowledge Roman on Friday, which makes no sense. Um, I think it's clearly going towards Jay versus Jimmy main event and payback over the world title match, by the way. And Survivor Series will be a fatal four-way with the bloodline Mm. elimination match. Maybe Jay wins the title there. You think that's where it's trending towards? Oh yeah, I think I, I definitely think it's twin, trending towards a fatal four way at Survivor. That's a Survivor Series main event: Jay versus Jimmy versus Solo versus Roman. Hmm. So you think War Games was a one off? I mean, War Games can be anybody. They fucking put the Miz and Team Miz versus Team LA Knight in War Games. Like, it doesn't have to be the Bloodline. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, so you tell me you'd rather see the bloodline reform together and fight in war games than see a fucking fatal four way? No, I'd rather see. I I wouldn't be mad at the fatal four way, but I'd rather see like the Judgment Day if in the war games, not Team Miz versus. Oh I mean, yeah, I, obviously yeah. Like I didn't even think about the I, Judgment Day. I know, I know what you're getting at. Judgment I mean, Day versus Lashley and his squad. Yeah, that'd be dope. But. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at a fatal four way, but if we as we come to see every time we want something, it doesn't happen. So tell me about it. <laughs> uh, watch it be like they go back to doing champion versus champion at Survivor Series. You, you're gonna see Seth versus Roman or some dumb shit like that. Well, I'll wipe my ass. Dip. I won't even watch it. <laughs> yeah, you will. No, I won't. <laughs> hey. You got a you got a podcast to run. 
don't you gonna like fuck. it, but you'll still be watching. Nah, I'll let you talk about it. <laughs> so, if anything else happens besides the four way, you don't want to watch it. I'm not watching fucking champion versus champion shit. What is? I don't give a fuck about that. Whatever happened to bragging rights or uh, what was the other pay per view? Survivor Series is Raw versus SmackDown for a while. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like that though. I like having traditional Survivor Series matches. Or I wasn't mad that they put a twist on it with the War Games. You know, take the WCW element, put it in there. But I don't like SmackDown versus Raw. That's supposed to be for like that bragging rights pay per view. Like, I don't like it. It's lazy. But we should be talking about Jay Uso being world champion right now. Hey man, didn't happen. But you think they run back Jay and Jimmy at payback that fast? You think they run it back that soon? Yeah, Jimmy got to catch his ass whooping. Oh Marty Janetti Uso, oh Nick Jackson Uso, oh fucking oh Jeff Hardy Uso, the weak link of the team. All right, you gotta put some respect on Jimmy's name. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> he was the weak link the whole time. You wanted to be the tribal chief because you was born 13 minutes earlier. The lineage says that you're the older brother. Shut up. Hey, you man. got hurt. Jay stepped up, just like he said. Became main event Jay Uso. Jimmy wouldn't have been main event Jimmy Uso. <laughs> hey, you don't know what he had to struggle and endure in those 13 extra minutes, man. He'd have been, he'd have been mid-card Jimmy Uso. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to let you slander the good name of Jimmy Uso. He's Fuck. definitely stepped his game up in the yeah. past year. He ain't no Jay. I mean, not main event Jay. He hasn't had the reps of Jay. He was injured for the beginning of the blood. That's the other story. thing. You can't trust this motherfucker to not get hurt. He's what? either a DUI or injury. Like, one of the two. He got the nerve to come out here fucking interfering in the tribal combat match. Hey man, you taking this personal like Jordan did in the in the documentary? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, he's just doing his job, man. I know. I, I'm really just not happy with what happened. I because this has been my favorite storyline for so long, and I feel like it's turning people off now. I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like that people are getting bored with it. And like Roman's matches are the same now. Every it's like ring the bell, lock up. Roman does power moves. Roman talks shit to the crowd. Roman dominates for 10 minutes. Other person gets the upper hand. Back and forth. False finish. Interference for 10 minutes. Roman wins. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, let's talk about the actual match. Because I'm all about psychology. Not not every match has to be flippy-dippy AEW style. But I don't know. I didn't like the pace of this match. Especially being on last. This is supposed to be a blood feud. I feel like... It should have, you know, been at it, picking up the pace from the get-go if it's a blood feud. What do you think about the actual match? I I just went down the fucking list of it. Like, it was the classic Roman Reigns match, and I'm tired of it. Uh, and I'm a, I think Roman's the best wrestler in the world, pro wrestler. All, the totality of everything, like the look, the uh, promo, the in-ring, the storytelling, uh, the it factor. Like I think overall Roman Reigns is the best wrestler in the world. But I'm tired of I'm tired of the same old shit. And from big show to big show, this match, in contrast with his Cody match, was like night and day. 
I love it was the about Cody the match. same. I love the Cody match for some reason. It was a little bit different, but for the most part, all the Roman's matches are like that. And that's why this one didn't hit for me, because it was just like everything else. And the fucking interference at the end, it just kept going. Like, it ain't like somebody came out, cheated, and then they left. Like, these motherfuckers kept interfering. Hey, man. Got to talk to Paul Hunter. He's supposed to be head of creative. I should have known he wasn't shit when he beat Booker T at WrestleMania. Oh, man. I don't even want to talk about that. When he beat Sting at WrestleMania. When he beat The Rock at WrestleMania 2000 in a fatal four-way match. Should have known this motherfucker couldn't be trusted. Unless it's Vince. All these times, Triple H should have beat, should have lost to somebody else. He always fucking wins. Should have known he couldn't be trusted. It ain't Vince. Vince has spinal surgery. His ass at the house recuperating. Allegedly. Yeah, right when, it- right when them documents show up and the police <laughs> come knocking. When the FBI come knocking at his door, all of a sudden he had spinal surgery. <laughs> Steroid case pop up, my neck's hurt. <laughs> Walking around with a neck brace on like fucking Bobby the Brain Heenan for two years. Yeah. I, hey. You know what I always say, though? We got to see and wait how this plays out. Maybe they're going to come up with a good reason on SmackDown. Joey in the chat says, I think Rucker hates how weak it made Roman look as much as how much he hates that Jay lost. Is it, though? I mean, Roman does look weak. Jay whooped his ass. Him and Solo. I feel like he's still more mad that Jay didn't win it more than Roman looking weak. I just... two The two biggest pay-per-view main events, WrestleMania and SummerSlam, Jay lost. I don't like that. Mm, I forgot he did lose in the main event. Yeah, he got pinned. It wasn't even Jimmy's sorry ass that got pinned. It was him. Hey. It's better that he's in the main event at all as for him to not even be in the main event. But you you know why I didn't mind him getting pinned by Sami Zayn? It made sense with the story. This doesn't make sense with the story. They're going to have a lot of fucking explaining to do come Friday night to get me back on board. I'm going to go outside and burn all my bloodline shit that I got. I think it's trending to what you kind of touched on earlier that Jimmy is not going to be back with the bloodline. He's going to explain whatever he did and why he did it, but I don't know if he's going to align himself back with Roman. If he runs right back to Roman, I think I'm going to agree with you. It it might be kind of jumping the shark. He started all this goddamn shit. Everything was good until he super kicked Roman. He did. Motherfucker. That's like the person that that throws the grenade and then try to hide his hand. (laughs) We were doing good with the bloodline, and you had to go fuck it up. Yeah, they definitely got some explaining to do. That all make to make this all make sense. Right. Hey, Paul Heyman, he said it's only in the third inning. Oh fuck, Paul Apparently, Heyman. He also he also told Tommy Dreamer, "I got your money too." At the end of the week, when he's running ECW, like you can't trust that motherfucker. Touche, touche. Oh, Paul Lee, one of the greatest managers of all time. So I got faith that they'll write the ship. <laughs> Jay, Jay was whooping Roman's ass. He said, Paul, help me get the table. Paul said, I'm not helping you put the table up. He said, put the table up. 
See, that's little nuances that make this great. I didn't even hear that. I got to go back in. Yeah, they were outside the ring, and Jay was trying to set up the table. He was like, Paul, put the table up. He said, I'm not putting the table up. I love my tribal chief. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, man. I don't think everybody should panic, though. I still got a lot of story to tell. We're half. This is the halfway line between, you know, mania, so. Oh yeah, can't wait! Can't wait to see Cody beat Roman for the title. That, that'll be a great fucking end into the bloodline. Hey, you're gonna be up standing on your feet applauding when that happens. I'm gonna walk out the fucking party I'm at. You know why? Cause adrenaline is in the soul. <laughs> you lucky I couldn't find the button to end the fucking show. I would have cut the stream <laughs> off right there. I'll do it for us. I boot to the face. <laughs> uh, you got anything you want to say if we get up out of here, EJ? Nah, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. And go follow us on all social media platforms. Hey, we need those follows, those likes, all that hoopla. Yep. And until next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv. For EJ, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face. Peace.